Hello everybody, it's Pastor Chip. I hope you're doing well today. So it's been a couple of days since I've posted anything, of course, but things have been crazy and Christmas time's approaching. And I don't really know where to go with this podcast biblically. But I'm going to try. But, um, you know, there's a lot of things going on, especially here in North America. For you, for my listeners in other countries, I, I can't say specifically, but it seems to be the trend is the same around the world. Um, we got people that are. You know, they wanted to fund the police. They want to pay reparations for slavery. It happened hundreds of years ago. I don't I don't know of any slaves that are here today that would benefit from those reparations. I would, you know, they're tearing down statues and our history all over the world. I've seen them doing that in France and Great Britain as well. I mean, the percentages, the people that are doing this are the minority, and the majority is letting them have have it. Our um, Christian rights are being attacked. I just saw the other day where two. Uh, Politicians are advocating for the elimination of prisons in the United States. I'm not sure how that's going to work out for everybody. I don't know if these people have ever heard about anarchy. Um, what you going to do when they come to your house? I mean, it's all fine and good when you're talking about somebody else's house, but you you think these criminals are going to be respectful of the people that let them out. I mean, when you unleash a lion, you can't you can't tell him not to eat you. Um And I've heard many, many people say, you know, we're in the end times. You know, this is the fulfillment of prophecy and it's the end times. Well, I am almost 100% certain that people have been saying that for a couple of thousand years. There's been countries that rise and fall that have destroyed things, and people, and... I mean, look at Hitler. I'm, I'm sure... During World War One, they thought it was the end of the world and had the big great war to end all wars. And then, you know, then Hitler comes to power and, you know, it's all over again, except it's worse. Now he's exterminating the Jewish people, the, the children with the handicaps, uh, mentally handicapped people, you know, the, the Poles, the... Slavs, I mean, he, gypsies, 
Hitler exterminated everybody. So, I'm sure the people thought we were in a great demise at that moment. But where is our world going? Who knows where our world's going? Well, we know who knows. God knows where the world's going, but it just because all this is happening doesn't mean that we're in end times, but we should be prepared for end times. It could be end times. You know, Rome was the greatest country, nation, whatever, empire in the world. You know, and the the Jewish people, I mean, that was right there on the cusp of Christ. You know, I mean, 70 AD, they destroyed Jerusalem. And Rome was marching all over the world. Um, Rome was a mighty power. But what happened to Rome? Rome grew and got too big and too many liberal policies and politics and infighting and backstabbing and literally. And, uh, Rome grew too big to handle itself. And it imploded on itself. And the world went on, right? Well, America, we're printing more money than than we can keep up with. We're putting bans on uh, natural fossil fuels and yet pushing the electric cars, and electric cars are burning up. Lithium batteries, you know, is a waste that never degrades. It takes more emissions and footprint, carbon footprint, to make electric cars than it does to use fossil fuels. But, hey, politicians don't think you know this stuff, you know? So they, they push this hidden agenda that, is filling their pockets with money from from the lobbyists. Churches are being attacked. People are being attacked in the streets. Politicians are letting it go. Uh, lawsuits are prevail. It's a sign of the times, but what times it is, we don't know. pretty much almost anarchy here as it is. The big cities can't control their crime. They can't... Their uh, law enforcement's hands are tied. It's not new. And you know, we should see the roller coaster. We should be aware of what is going to happen. I mentioned a roller coaster. What does a roller coaster do? It 
climbs to the top of the hill, and then it comes flying down the other side. Well, America has been flying down the other side for a long time, and I think we're slowly climbing the hill again, and we're about to crash again. We're about to peak. There's no guarantees, people. There's only the guarantee of death and judgment. And you can call those one and the same, or you can separate them based upon your belief. But death will come for all of us at one time or another. But what but what are we to do? What are we as Christians to do? Well, I don't think that the Lord expects us to be sheep sheep led to slaughter. And the Jews in World War II that refused to fight, I don't know where that came from because they were a mighty nation of fighters for thousands of years. And all of a sudden, very small minority were in the resistance. But you know, when you read a book, you read it and you turn a page one at a time. And you see the story is unfolding in the pages of the book as you read it. The drama, the highs and the lows, the passing of the laws, and the rounding up the people. You read a history book. You read these things happening. But you see, in our countries today, they're passing laws little at a time. Little at a time. You swallow the hook a little bit each time. And you keep saying, oh, it's not going to happen to me. You know, it's never going to go that far. And before you know it, they set the hook. And you're caught. You know, back in Daniel's day, I was reading about King Nebuchadnezzar. King Nebuchadnezzar was a little man. He had a big attitude. And he was trained by his dad to be a fearless uh, warrior, and he, he spared no one. He ruled the world, most of the world known world at the time, through military conquest. And it says in the Bible that God used Dan, uh, Nebuchadnezzar. He allowed Nebuchadnezzar to destroy Jerusalem and to take the Jewish people into captivity. Nebuchadnezzar was his tool. And I believe the same happened with Hitler. Were it not for the Hitler rise to power, we wouldn't have the state of Israel today. But the country of Israel. But Nebuchadnezzar 
said that he, when he conquered Jerusalem, in the Talmud it says when he conquered Jerusalem, he took all the youth of Jerusalem and killed them and had them trampled in the streets so that because they were so much more beautiful than the people of his land and they didn't want their people looking at the Jewish people and having envy or lust because of the fair complexion of the Jewish children. It's said that he took captured one of the kings and raped his queen in front of him before he killed him. And that he would take turns on which of the king captives he had to go sodomize every night. And this was King Nebuchadnezzar. God allowed a great nation to take Israel captive. Why? God God doesn't abandon his people. He even makes sure in captivity that they're taken care of by another superpower. It says, Inasmuch as the divine presence accompanies the Jewish people while they are in exile, and by divine design, the Jews were destined to be <laughs> Excuse me, were destined to be exiled by Babylon. Nebuchadnezzar ascended to the height of power so that the Jews, and by extension, the divine presence could be exiled by a superpower rather than a lowly people. You know, I tell people. They're so complacent and they don't study history. And they think America is going to last forever. And really wasn't that long ago, people, in the scheme of, of the world map that the Otto Austrian Hungarian Empire and the Ottoman Turks and <laughs> Excuse me. Ruled the world in war before World War One, and then when our world war world broke out into war, the face of the map changed. Countries changed. Borders were changed. Countries came. Countries went. Names changed. Prussia used to be the biggest power in Europe. And after World War I, it became Germany and Poland and Austria. And then World War II came, and you had French Indochina, which is North and South Vietnam today. You had islands in the Pacific that's changed names. You know, Soviet bloc countries changed names. Borders moved and edged. Nothing is guaranteed 
to stay the way it is, but it's been complacency over the years that make us think that we're comfortable in the safety of our own home. Look at the Ukraine today. Russia and Ukraine fighting for power, borders shifting and moving, people's lives being destroyed. Just because we're here doesn't mean it can't happen here or there or somewhere else. All it takes is for a leader to set the hook and profess a change, make an edict. You go to bed tonight in one world and you wake up tomorrow in another. In Daniel 3, <clears throat> 4 through 6, Nebuchadnezzar solidified his power, his control, his dominance all over the Middle East. And they woke up one morning and he said, It is commanded, peoples, nations, languages, that at the time you hear the sound of the horn, the flute, the harp, the lyre, and the psaltery and symphony with all kinds of music, you shall fall down and worship the gold image that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. And whosoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast immediately into the midst of a burning fiery furnace. Overnight, people woke up to a new edict. Their lives were changed. King Nebuchadnezzar tightened the noose People, the noose is slipping around our necks today. Right now, we're feeling the rope burn, but one day, they're going to cut off the air. You're going to be backed in a corner, and many, many thousands of people will give in to what the government says. People have become sheep today. They don't stand up. They don't fight. A lot of people in America like prefer the government handout versus standing up, learning to do things. They would vote for the devil if he would give them free college tuition, welfare, social reform, social problem, uh, social benefits. They buy the votes by defunding the police and closing the prisons and no border enforcement. But you see, people, calamity knows no boundaries. Stock market crashes know no boundaries. Criminals know no boundaries. preached on this time and time again and I really don't know what else to say except that each individual person needs to have their heart right, their relationship with Christ. You need to pray. 
You need to pray for your countries, your families. Because prayer is all we have. And they're going to take that away from us too if they can. But the only way they can is to snuff you out. So people, Christmas is coming. Cities are wanting to take away the Christmas spirit. They're canceling Santa Claus. Christmas traditions. Yeah, I know Santa Claus is not real. My granddaughter doesn't. Does it hurt? No. But if you keep Christ in Christmas and you teach people why we have Christmas and what it means, stand up for your neighbors and your holidays and your beliefs. Maybe we can pull this off. Maybe we can pull it off. But like I said in the beginning, we're on God's timetable. Don't get caught. Do not get caught not being prepared. And think about your children. And your grandchildren, if you're going to hand this world over to them in the condition it's in, are you going to pray for it and hope that it changes? And this is Pastor Chip. Be safe. God bless. Have a good weekend. And thanks for tuning in.